welcome to another episode of The Big Question, presented by Friend in Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss what surprise MCU characters should appear in Avengers 4. As always, I am your host, Cooper Hood, and this is joined by Josh Straley. Ooh, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> I'm not in costume. Um, because, Are you sure? Well... Uh, unless you consider the masks we all wear, oh, mind blown. Um, <laughs> but if you like, you have your mind blown on all the latest news. You can find all of that on our Twitter mm-hmm. at Friends and Film. Yes. And if you're looking for other questions that we have asked and answered or tried to answer, um, look on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And if you can, while you're on Apple Podcasts. Please review us and rate us so you can rank us, and that helps us find more friends of the show. Exactly. Um, and this week, we are not doing anything horror-related because we just dropped the ball on it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, instead, we're going back to the MCU, back to <laughs> Avengers 4, and we're going to discuss what MCU characters who are not currently announced as being part of the cast we think should make an appearance anyways because... This movie is reportedly going to involve some sort of time travel slash flashbacks slash the use of the barf technology to look in your memories or whatever. Uh, so in some way, there's going to be some familiar faces who appear that you may not expect. Uh, a couple of them have come out this past week and been like, hey, yep, these people are in the movie, such as Frank Grillo confirming that he is going to appear as Crossbones, even though he died in Captain America Civil War. Uh, he will apparently be back in some sort of a flashback. And then it was also uh, confirmed this week that Tilda Swinton is going to be reprising her role as the Ancient One in Avengers 4, even though she, too, passed away in mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. So... This kind of opens up the door to a lot of possibilities. Also just means, hey, Avengers 4 is the culmination of three phases of 11 years of movies of a 22-film story. Um, and Marvel basically looks like they're just going to be replaying a lot of their hits, going back to their previous movies, showing huge events from before, maybe different light, reusing characters who are either currently gone or we haven't seen in a while um so this kind of just leaves the door wide open for us to just speculate wildly and kind of just not even really speculate i guess just more give our hopes and dreams mm-hmm. of what we'd want to see in avengers 4 um josh is there anyone above all else that in avengers 4 you're like you know we don't know they're in but i really love if blank yes made appearance i do have my i have the one that i think is everyone's and that we should all want and hope for okay a lot of pressure just mcu fans i guess okay i feel like he's on your list um but it's clark greg as special agent colson this should have been the first first person you wrote down it was it was my second one okay uh, just (laughs) how the brain worked right i mean the the man is literally the uh person other than nick fury helping usher in all of these movies and a lot of us felt like he got done dirty in <laughs> avengers even though it was faked and technically he's a what is he in the tv it show was, is well, he a robot or something it was, it was not faked he did actually die okay but then he was brought back to life using some alien dna and technology got it Okay. Or were led to believe, even though last season they they like briefly teased this, I thought, really cool idea in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where the entire show was taking place in Coulson's memory. And that it was basically like he, was, he wasn't he was dead. He was like in a coma. And like his brain was still like 
acting as if he was mm-hmm. alive. So that's why all these events kept playing out in like these crazy ways that Agent Shield goes. And yeah. It's like, that would have been so crazy <laughs> if that's actually, but that's not what happened. Oh, okay. So currently he is retired from Shield, a reborn Shield, and was on an island because he was going to die after making a deal with Ghost Rider. Hmm. Deal with the devil, literally. All yeah. right. Well, maybe he can. Maybe they can retcon that and figure it out anyway. But he's got to be in this movie, whether flashbacks or saying the future just, or just, whatever just dragging him yeah dragging him into like a time jump future or uh-huh. whatever the case is uh because everyone loves clark clark greg and everyone loves his optimism and i feel he it needs to be there no i i completely agree uh colson is the greatest colson uh is the reason the uh, the avengers are even there mm-hmm. he's the push he is he is the one that brought them all together in a sense you know yes it was fury he was the connecting thread in a lot of instances um and he's just a fun character so i would love to see clark Gregg back not in a flashback but he's alive kevin feige just throw marvel tv a bone here and be like yep you know what we're bringing clark back as a younger version of colson and captain marvel but it's time we're gonna bring him back in avengers 4 in a future setting or something where it's mm-hmm. not going to mess with whatever story agent shield's going to tell next. Um, and you just have him there mm-hmm. and it's great. And there's a reunion yes. and we get to see the Avengers reaction. Not even, maybe not even the reaction. We just see them back with Coulson. Cause it'd be so sweet. And yeah. I feel like that's a reunion that the MCU has just been dying for. And hopefully we get an Avengers four. And if we don't, we probably never will. Okay. Uh, the one that I actually wrote down first mm-hmm. um, isn't necessarily, I guess, it's not the above all because I think Coulson is the, okay. the number one choice. But the the character I'm just dying to see back is Lady Sif, played by Jamie Alexander. Another one of those characters, kind of done a little dirty, but also not. She, like, escaped the dirtiness because she was intracold to Thor, mm-hmm. and then in Thor 2, she was, like put in this weird little love triangle but she was clearly the third option of the love triangle and didn't get a lot to do and then she appeared in the first season of ages of shield for a, an episode and we haven't seen her since <laughs> so i don't know if she like appeared on tv and then kevin feige is like you went to tv you betrayed us you're gone um and then never used her again but that was that's not the case that's mm-hmm. just a crazy conspiracy because she was supposed to come back for thor ragnarok and die with the rest of the Warriors three, but Jamie Alexander is currently the star of Blind Spot on NBC, and her shooting schedule for the TV series would not allow her to take a break to go fly to Australia for a day, yeah, just to have just to shoot a three second scene where she dies. Mm-hmm. So instead, Lady Sif is still out there; she is still alive. Right. It doesn't have to even be a flashback. Lady Sif can come back in Avengers four and like actually help. And do something. And I think, again, it would just be, I think, a character that deserves uh, her time to shine a little bit. And I would love to see Jamie Alexander's Lady Sif come back yeah. and get a swing or two in on Thanos. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with your framing of Taika Waititi's dispatching of two of the three warriors. Uh, I thought it was a good comic moment. <laughs> it, it is it is funny, but it is a disservice to those characters. Uh, we never knew anything about their hopes and dreams, though. But I agree about Lady Sif, though. If she, if it had happened to her, I may feel differently because Jimmy Alexander's character is, like you said, actually important to this parts of the story. Yeah, or at least they're giving attention. 
Certainly. So I think that's a great choice. Um, but kind of following the Thor mm-hmm. line, someone who I, I wrote down second, but would want actually more so if there wasn't the sentimental attachment to Clark Gregg, is my favorite character of all the MCU. Um, and that is Korg. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi's rock monster best best slug bestie. Uh-huh. I don't know what, what else to describe Mez Meek. Um, I would love these two. They're they're a pair. Yes, to come back. We we don't know what happened to them. Taika Waititi like tweeted. I think that Korg's dead or something like They've that. They've got to be with Valkyrie. That that's what I that's what I think. Exactly. So wherever Valkyrie is, um. Korg and Meek need to be there also because Valkyrie is confirmed for the movie or yes. Tessa Thompson has been on, on set. She has been around the set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's been in, in Atlanta? Yes. Yeah, in Atlanta, um, in the Giant Peach or near the Giant Peach, wherever the case is. So I need them back. I need Taika Waititi's humor and levity um, because Rocket is still alive? Yep. Okay. So he needs some big Dumbo to kind of play with. <laughs> And I think Korg is that perfect dude. Uh, and it's just Taika Waititi uh, having him around. There's no way they did not want to have him on set in some oh, yeah. time of day. Um, I would invite him to every movie ever <laughs> just because I feel like he would make it a blast. But he's he, I, I, need, I need as much Korg as possible before this iteration of the universe is left behind or whatever the case is. Okay. I mean, yes, Korg is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will stick with your Thor theme. How about somebody we talked about in the main show who we both gave a ticket to her latest trailer, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. You're not into it? I don't like Jane. I feel like she... I I, I like their chemistry in the first movie. The okay. second movie, not as much. Not, I guess, maybe not their chemistry. It's just more of just like, hey, we're both really attractive people, mm-hmm. so we're in love. And... Yeah, that was it. <laughs> felt like the sequel to like a romantic comedy, like a royalty romantic comedy. Right. Where you're like, all right, time to meet the parents now that you've met the prince. And I was like, all right, I don't know, I don't jive with that. Yeah, but I feel like she she is a potentially strong character, and depending on whatever happens in Avengers Four, she mm-hmm. is a. She, I was going to say she's a master of the universe, but that's not the case. Um, she is. Very knowledgeable of the cosmos and she all of their inner workings. Is a doctor of astrophysics. Yes. Or has a do- or so, yeah. if they're doing time travel or they're examining the uh, effect of the snap across the galaxy, Jane theoretically would be a great person to bring in and maybe like, hey, can you help us with all this research? Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd also be great to maybe like see what actually happened with like oh yeah jane and thor because it's just more like oh yeah we're not together anymore it's like wait what no it was neutral <laughs> the, the the last time we saw you guys like you were like hey i'm gonna not gonna be king of asgard so i can go hang out with this girl mm-hmm. and then like nothing nothing happened yeah <laughs> like come on we there's got to be something else there there's got to be another story and you can bring her back and that way like if in the future you ever want to do like Lady Thor or anything with Jane Foster, like you even you could even take her down like the cancer route where she gets cancer and then like she is granted the powers of Thor as a way to Whoa. basically like counteract all of the cancer stuff. Yeah. So like that'd be a crazy arc. That'd be a crazy way to bring Natalie Portman back. And get um, rid of Thor. 
and have a replacement Thor if Chris Hemsworth's done and he's doing a thousand men in black movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, I think Jane is worthy of uh, another attempt. Okay. All right. I, I will, I will allow that. I could be interested. Chris Hemsworth, as long as Chris Hemsworth is playing comedy now with his character. Yeah. So it, the, the dynamic could be better. I just totally praised her and her Vox Lux performance. And it looks like it's going to be hilarious in that last half or extremely emotional, both, mm-hmm. whatever. So that could definitely be a good route to go. But also with Thor. A lot of Thor. Uh, yeah. Well, well, at least one Thor movie. Um <laughs> Is the Grandmaster, I feel like Jeff Goldblum confirmed? Don't believe so. No, I think he's got to come back. He is one of their best character inventions, uh, or at least best actors that they've added to this universe. Um, Captain Marvel technically doesn't count just yet. So I need more Jeff Goldblum. I need more of the Grandmaster. I need more of his zany personality. I don't know what he'll be doing. Maybe he's taking advantage of this massive um you know hole that's been put into the universe with half mm-hmm. the population just disappearing and he's like making his moves to get back to the top although he was in a sticky wicket at the end of <laughs> thor three so yeah he's got to find a way to get around uh, or get ragnarok you know so he's got to get out of that situation but jeff goldblum makes everything better it's true i can't think of anything that he's made it worse i do know if you take jeff goldblum out of something you make it worse <laughs> like jurassic park the lost world definitely a worse movie okay what about jurassic world fallen kingdom if you take mm. jeff goldblum out of that movie is it worse yeah even though he utters the worst line of the entire film welcome to jurassic world uh, if you pulled him out, it would have been like that whole courtroom hearing would have been like, this is stupid. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't even get, the, he is literally the courtroom hearing. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't even get it. So there we go. I think it may improve it. <laughs> okay. If you go that route, <laughs> but if you would have replaced him with someone else oh, okay. to be in the courtroom to keep it away, that, that would have made it worse. Okay. That's, that's probably true. He has a nice beard. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's the great master. I just feel like his, his, his over the top plans and Danny personality, um, either in flashbacks or just out there making moves mm-hmm. would be perfect. No, I agree. Especially I if he set up like a carnival on earth in the middle, in the midst of all of this, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Grandmaster is great. Love to see him back. Um, I'm going to go towards a villain Ooh. who I want to see return. Don't know how, don't know why he would, but abomination is oh. a character from the incredible Hulk yeah. who has done nothing. He was a really solid villain in the first movie, and that movie obviously didn't get a sequel. And there's been really a distance from Marvel Studios by that entire Incredible Hulk movie, except for bringing William Hurt back over the last couple years as Thunderbolt Ross. Other than that, they have been just, nope, that movie technically happened, but we're not going to bring like Liv Tyler back as Betty or anything. We're just going to kind of forget that that happened and uh, move on. But that's a shame because Abomination was really cool. He is a formidable opponent for Hulk. And again, I don't know how or why he would be in Avengers 4 unless there's a flashback to Incredible Hulk and it's just like redone CG and Mark Ruffalo is like shooting the scenes instead mm-hmm. of Ed Norton, which would be hilarious. Um, but I just, I just want to see Abomination. And if the Russos tied up a loose end like uh, Red Skull in Infinity War... I have my fingers crossed. They'd be like, "What? who else is out there who's been like missing? And they're like, oh, Abomination. Yeah. 
yes, let's do it. We'll show them in like in the raft in like a lower section or something and just explain where he's been. And that that's all I need as an explanation. We know S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of has him, but we don't know exactly where or what he's been doing for the last 10 years. And it would just be nice to know. So Abomination, bring him back. Yeah, Tim Roth is a great actor um, as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know what you would do with him, even if he was just there to be like the um, I'm you or I'm the bad, like the evil version of Hulk uh-huh. type of a thing. That Some like interplay between him and Ruffalo will be really interesting. What if, here's how they do it, figure it out. Since Hulk won't come out of Banner anymore. They go after Abomination. Tony's like, I need a Hulk. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Bruce. Yeah. Got to use Abomination until you and Hulk split minds and become two separate things or Hulk takes over or whatever happens that leads to Hulk wearing a stretchy suit as he appears to be in concept art. Until that happens, you use Abomination as your new Hulk. Ooh, or it could be like, oh, yeah. And it's like the suicides, but then like it's the introduction of the Thunderbolts and uh, Thunderbolt Ross is overseeing it and he's working with Stark and... uh, that would be really fun. Again, totally crazy theory, but not even a theory, just a wild pitch, I guess. But okay. yes, that's yeah. how it could work. I have a villain, since we're talking villains, though. Um, this would have to be a flashback, though. But he's very crucial to um, Iron Man's storyline, I think. And finding a way to get Obadiah Stane back in somehow some way i don't know either to taunt or mock or maybe he's part of like a a voice in the back of tony's head or whatever mm-hmm. the case is it would be fun to see him again and see a conversation between stark and stain um about any and everything because jeff daniels is great and he's always doing jeff bridges jeff bridges thank you i wrote down jeff daniels if only jeff daniels Okay, I fixed that. Sorry. <laughs> Apologize. But the Ironmonger, I don't, we don't need to see a suit or anything like that, as cool as it was. But um, the dynamic between those two and like how far Tony's come, and especially if it's going to wrap up his arc, this guy let off, helped tee off the entire series, this yeah. entire cinematic universe. So I think getting back to him would be a good idea. I would, I would love to see more Jeff Bridges. He is, I think, a great villain in that first Iron Man movie. So... Mm-hmm. Bring him back again, whether it's Taunt Tony or whatever. Sure, I'm all I'm here, I'm here for it. Um, I'll stick with another Iron Man villain. Okay, Justin Hammer, Sam Rockwell. He is so fun as that character, and I don't again don't know how it works. He is as far as we the last we saw of him, he was in prison, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and. Uh, so I don't know what obviously what he'd be doing now. You let him out to help build weapons to defend against the alien force invading I Earth. Don't want any hammer weapons, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because as <laughs> his weapons have shown, they're not very reliable. But they're desperate. Tony Stark is That's missing, true. and he doesn't make weapons oh, anymore. Okay. I, I I could buy that. So there we go. We figured out how to get Justin Hammer in. And even if that's not the way, I just Sam Rockwell is so fun as that character. I would just love to see him back doing some weird wacky stuff, mm-hmm. you know, eating a lollipop and saying crazy things. So <laughs> yes, more Justin Hammer. Yeah. His eccentricities were a good match. Who played Whiplash? Uh, that would be, um, oh, I can't think of his name. I can't either. 
that's really disappointing on my end. And a Google search tells me that it's Miles Teller. Nope, that's nope, not right. That is the wrong whiplash. <laughs> it is, uh, shoot, the second you say it, it's the guy from The Wrestler. Mickey Rourke. There it is. Jeez. I literally, he was in Man on Fire, which I just talked about on the main show. Yes. So, ugh, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. You want whiplash back? No, I don't, but Mickey Rourke, man. <laughs> okay, so who's next up for you then? All right, that's a great question. All right, I've got this really good sentimental one here. I don't think we have a confirmation on this. Maybe we do. Okay, I'll Ooh. let you know. You're the yeah, you're the expert here. Haley Atwell is Peggy Carter. There is no confirmation. There is no confirmation. She's on my list too. If there's, t- yeah, like uh, arranging these is difficult for me because I like I'm deeply and personally attached to just about all of them. Um, you could probably throw Iron Monger, but. Everyone wants to see her arc with Steve Rogers. Get one more note. Mm-hmm. Whether you liked it or didn't like it in um, The Winter Soldier. Yeah. It was definitely impactful to know that like it was like really helping situate Steve. Like he's, his old world is basically gone and it's a new right. era. And that like cemented it. Um, but it's the end of a era for Chris... Evans, at the mm-hmm. very least, in the role, and Captain America, we believe. So let's be nostalgic and give me some kind of Steve Rogers gets lost in time travel or something like that type of a scene mm-hmm. um, with her. No, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, Peggy is a necessary addition, I would say, to Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. However, it happens, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know whether it's, um, you know, some alternate timeline thing um where you know steve goes back to her at the end of the movie and that's his happy ending whatever um i don't love that idea we've talked about it before but yeah um however we get more peggy and steve together i'm gonna accept probably at the end of the day um but yeah i mean Haley atwell is, is so good um as a character that i think it'd just be a real shame not to have her back I still think it's a shame that she's not going to be in Captain Marvel, but that's a conversation for another day because she should really be in that movie. Yeah, why would they not? Her and Martin Freeman, come on. Because Martin Freeman, as Everett Ross, who's not a surprise character I want in Avengers 4, but he is a surprise character I want in Captain Marvel because he's also an Air Force pilot like Carol Danvers. That's right. And they'd be about the same age. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, they'd be in the same class. That would be so cool. My gut but. is wondering if it came down to well, we can de-age Nick. We have to de-age Nick Fury <laughs> and up-age Haley Atwell, or you know, makeup would be fine, I guess. So maybe Martin Freeman looks great. You'd Martin need Freeman looks him. great, but for Haley Atwell, she'd be like um, in the nineties, yeah, sixty or nineties. What you could do with makeup, yeah. I guess. I was still shocked to learn that she wasn't wearing prosthetics <laughs> right. or anything like that in the other one. But okay, yeah, off track, but yes. Uh, Peggy Carter needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go then to talk about another fallen person who's connected to one of our heroes who is currently also fallen. But I want to see Quicksilver. Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he's one of those guys you, you watch Age of Ultron for the first time. And you're like, okay, like accent's a little weird, but I like him as a character. And then you're like, Wait, they just killed him? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, we all thought it was going to be Hawkeye. Everybody thought Hawkeye was a goner. The second that movie started, and they're like, hey, we're going to introduce Hawkeye's family. It's like, all right, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye, Clint. Yep. <laughs> nice knowing you. Yeah, it, it was like in the midst of the Walking Dead 
series where anytime you learn something new or hopeful about someone, they immediately get killed next exactly. that episode. And that was that. It's just like, oh, we're establishing more of your past and your character to get us to, to like you. Oh, all right. right. It's your time to go. Yep. Like That's just like a common trope. So it's like, okay, this is Hawkeye's time as many like expected, I guess. And it didn't happen. And it was Quicksilver. And that was a shame. And Aaron Taylor Johnson has gone on to, I think, prove to be a, a very, very good actor. And to see him come back and get to do something else would be, I think, really fun. Um, it would probably have to be in a flashback scenario uh, unless they like pull him out of the past and bring him to the present day or whatever, which would be, it's wonky time travel stuff, which we yeah. already got into in a previous big question, but Quicksilver, I need him back. 100%. I had that down there too. Like you said, Aaron Taylor Johnson's only become bigger and better, and Wanda Maximoff doesn't have really anyone to uh, affect her character at all. I'm, the, the, the Paul Bettany's vision is still just one of the weirder relationships in the MCU that I just don't buy oh. throughout the entire thing. And I think it's because I just don't like Paul Bettany. You don't like Paul Bettany? All. He's the worst part of Solo. Wow. I know. Uh, but, I mean, let me phrase it. I'm sure he's a great person, but I just don't buy Vision's character. But you just don't like Paul Bettany as a whole, apparently. Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't like it. He, his roles have not been good for the movies that I've been watching. I'm like, no, nah, I don't oh buy goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm sorry. Wow. But No, I'm not sorry. But if I offended Paul Bettany, I'm sorry. <laughs> Paul, um, if you're listening. I would definitely be your friend. Okay. <laughs> you can buy his friendship. <laughs> no, you can't buy my friendship, but I would, I'm a nice, I like to be nice to people. Okay. He seems like he's a good person. Just don't like his you roles. Just, you just hate his movies. His roles. His roles. I don't think he's done a movie yet. Jarvis is cool. But okay. Anyway, point being, I don't know how this would work um, exactly, but obviously Odin, son of Boar, played by the great Sir Anthony ah, Hopkins, needs to come back because I love Sir Anthony Hopkins, number one. Number two, Odin is this almighty force in the universe, and I'm, I, don't, I don't buy that he's dead, even though it, <laughs> even though it really worked in the moment, and technically his death began the entire Ragnarok series or series of events, but I would just bring him, even if you have to fudge it, bring him back. I know the last three Avengers films have kind of leaned away from, oh, mysticism or anything like that, or Norse mythology. I really, really want Sir Anthony Hopkins. So you're not back. you're not just saying bring him back. You're saying like retcon that he's dead. Or uh, you, you could you could do it that way. I don't care how you do it. There's but like they time could, like, travel or he is thousands of years old. Yes, there are plenty of opportunities to bring him back in in subsequent Marvel movies, but even in Avengers Four, if it's time traveling throughout mm-hmm. millennia. Yes. Then you can bring Anthony Hopkins back with ease. So right. I'm on board with it if they go that route. Mm-hmm. I am not on board with... Did he make your list? No. Oh. But I'm not on board with changing the way of when the Thor Ragnarok happens and the logic behind how all those events play out because he Hela is only freed once Odin is dead. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, oh, he's not actually dead. It'd be like, it doesn't make any sense. Sometimes the, the magical seals make mistakes and it was so <laughs> convincing of a, of a fake out. It was the push Thor needed to become a man or a, a king. No. Whatever no, the case I, is. I can't, I can't buy it. I'm sorry. Well, okay. But I'll, I'll buy Odin. They can do back. whatever. I just want it back. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will go to kind of near like the end of the the real ones i really need to see mm-hmm. more of just like fun ones 
Uh, I would love to see Sly Stallone back as Starhawk. Oh, yeah. We got in Guardians. Really him or and his whole crew, honestly. But you got to play the numbers game. If I want them to come back after the snap, and you have to think some of them are you know, some of the victims. I mean, right. they can't all make it out of there, whether it's Ving Rhames or Michelle Yeoh, whoever it is, Miley Cyrus as the weird robot voice. Mm-hmm. Uh Whoever it is, some of them had to had to die. Um, I just hope Starhawk wasn't one of them, and then he can come in, and Stallone can deliver one great motivational speech to yeah. somebody, and that's all. That's all we need, and mm-hmm. then he can go his way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I I'd thought about Sly, but um, I think it would only work if there was a Peter Quill to interact with. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't know what this movie's going to be. Like, if it's a whole, like, you know, massive army assault, um, and then, you know, we see all these characters, but I don't know what that one shot's going to be. Like, everyone, I don't know. It'd be interesting and really cool. Uh, Dominic Cooper's Young Howard Stark. Okay. I don't know how, I mean, obviously that'd be barf technology, Uh time travel, or anything like that, Um, with Steve Rogers, and that's probably where Peggy Carter could slide into this um, part. But... I loved his young Howard Star. I loved the um, the and he had like an Indiana Jones attitude to him, but also a really smart scientist, I guess. Yeah, he's got all the charisma. Uh, exactly, and I think he'd be perfect to uh, redrop in there. And he's definitely the first on my like. Oh, I don't care. If, I mean, this isn't important to me. But right, if he was right. there, I'd be like, Oh, that's hey, cool. You, I know you. I yeah. like you. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Howard Stark back. According to a rumor. Howard Stark will return, but the John Slattery version. I like John Slattery. So, too. may not be Dominic Cooper, but we will possibly see Howard Stark either way. Um, how about Tarly Keener from Iron Man Three? Your favorite, I believe, Marvel movie. It was for a while. We'll, we'll get to that at some other point, I guess. Okay. But uh, Harley, they have that great rapport. Mm-hmm. There's that. Just ending where it's like, hey, Tony gave you all this stuff. What have you been doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and then he he gets lost in space again. Like, and Harley's not going to do anything. Harley's not going to like reach out once he's back. Like, I think there's even been rumors that Ty Simpkins was around the set, so maybe he is. I but that's not confirmed oh, at this point. Man, but that would be really cool. Especially too if like we start maybe we start with him watching the news and being like where did Tony go and he's going to New York and he gets to New York or, or the Avengers HQ mm-hmm. where everyone's assembled, um, trying to figure out what the heck just happened and they're like uh, there's a kid here and then he we can see the movie through his eyes as the Avengers unit like has been existing over his entire life for the last five years of his life or whatever the case is oh that would be so cool because it'd be like a teenager like seeing it all. I would and rather the movie go through the eyes of Scott Lang or Clint Barton. Yeah, I feel like that's the I feel like they man. have more interesting angles. Because right. if it's Ant Man, it's like, hey, I'm just I just got out of the quantum realm. What's happened? Mm-hmm. Everybody's gone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, easy way to explain it, and then if or if it's Jeremy Renner, then you like give Hawkeye like a lot of screen time. You oh, get to yeah. see his family die, see his turn to Ronin, see all this stuff. His family's not dying, but they is, is disappearing dying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, dis, okay, I'll I'll buy that part. Okay, I, I still, why you have a morbid fascination? I, it's not. That. It's not morbid. It's just a correct <laughs> prediction. <laughs> you oh, well, you always say it, and it's like, no, I don't want to see his yeah, family you, die. Yeah, you you're gonna owe me 
some sort of concessions or something. We made a bet about it. Did we? Yeah. We did. Yeah, because it technically got pushed off from and then we, Infinity and then we never, War. And then we, never, we haven't made a bet since. Right. <laughs> That's our one bet <laughs> is that Hawkeye's family will Still die running. in the MCU at some point. Uh, so, yeah, what's up next for you then? I have two more. Okay. This one's just kind of a throwaway again, and then I have one that I have to ask about the rules of. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Abraham Erksign. Okay. He's important to Cap, and I'm sure his speech to him about remaining a good person mm-hmm. or being true to you. Such a good speech. Um, will come back in some kind of way. Oh, I mean, Stanley Tucci's already bald. Put, put the beard <laughs> on him. He can slide right in there for a quick, you know, one day of work uh-huh. or whatever the case is. Or maybe we can get a whole new speech that we didn't hear before during the training. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't know. Like it'd have to be like one of those barf technology time travel things where it's like, Hey, we're looking back at this other thing mm-hmm. to see if we can notice something else over here. And like we see Stanley Tucci over here, yeah. But like I feel like we saw their entire relationship, right? So they didn't hang out much. They didn't, <laughs> but maybe they had you know another conversation somewhere else. And there's some important nugget of wisdom that Steve needs to remember. Doesn't he whisper something to him before he dies? Oh no, he just he points just to points his heart. His, points at his heart. Yeah. Okay. Oh, such good. So it's just a good moment. Speaks another similar character. Okay. Ho Yinsen. From the very first Iron Man movie, the guy who Tony is stuck in a cave with, who sacrifices himself oh, for Tony yeah. to get out, and he then he appears in Iron Man three. Um, again, it's just one of those like random guys. Like I just love Ho Yinsen. Like he's such like a nice character, and like whether like they can t- travel through time and save him and reunite him. Well, I guess his family's dead, so he can't reunite him. But no, just something. I just I just. Him popping up in Iron Man 3 was such a pleasant surprise that if they can do something like that. Oh, because here. there's a flashback in Iron Man 3 yeah. that begins the movie. And I'm like, pretty sure he gets blown to smithereens or something like that in Iron Man, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, what? what's the last one you got? Then? All right. This one, I mean, I've Tom Hiddleston's technically on the uh, roster? Yes, he is. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Um, but he's your last one? But he was my last one. I'm like, Please bring him back oh, yeah. because I'm not ready to see him go. Yeah. But if he's he's on there. He is he is back for one of the flashback scenes or time okay. travel scenes or something. Uh we see him on the, he's there he's been seen on set in his Avengers garb from the very first movie, along with Th- long haired Thor and other things from the okay. New York battle. Um I would love to see Yandu again. Very good pick. Um but again, it's tough to do without a Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I don't know how. Right. But like, why? That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, just to see him one more time. The last one I have to throw out there, just because we're going surprise MCU characters, mm-hmm. the Defenders, Kevin Feige's Ultimate. Oh, yeah. Here yeah. you go, TV. Here's mm-hmm. your time. And especially after Netflix canceled Luke Cage and Iron Fist, right? He doesn't have to worry about continuity, schmontinuity anymore. He can just be like, "Hey, you guys' shows are done, so I can now use you here for this one shot, and not have to worry about anything else." And it'd be great. It'd be such a crowd pleasing moment for anybody who watches those Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not even asking for like they need to be in the fight against Thanos at the end. I just want to see them like a flashback to like everything going down at the end of infinity war the snap and we get to see different perspectives and then we see like it'd be hilarious if like we see like the defenders they're randomly hanging out again and like jessica and 
matter on one side of the table and Luke and Danny the other and Luke and Danny fade away and it's yes. like oh my this is why their shows were cancelled because they were actually victims of the snap um, but even if it's not that and then it'd be just, just like, a great joke it would be so funny yeah. it would be like the biggest like almost like middle finger from Marvel Studios to Netflix slash Marvel TV um, potentially but like if it was just like a shot of Matt Murdock watching random people in Hell's Kitchen disappear, mm-hmm. then we flashed the we like sensing random ha- people right. in Hell's Kitchen disappear. <laughs> yeah, he just like he's like he's like he's like holding on to somebody. They like right. he yeah falls through him. What what, the... what just happened? Where'd your heartbeat go? <laughs> uh, that's weird. Maybe he's the key because he can know if they're actually dead or not. If like he can still hear their heartbeat somehow. I don't know. In the other dimension. Yes. Um, and then, like, you know, Jessica sees, like, her bartender disappear at a bar. And, right. you know, just, like, down the line. That would be super fun and a great way to acknowledge the larger universe. But if you're going there, just bring in the H.S. Shield gang. Just bring everybody in. Um, that's the pipe MCU dream right there. So uh, I think that's everybody, for us at least. If I'm sure. I mean, there's countless MCU characters. So yeah. there's bound to be somebody that we did not mention that you – are a big fan of that you would love to see in Avengers four in a surprise capacity. And if that's the case, let us know who they are. You can tweet us at friends and film on Twitter. Yep. And I'm also on there as well at movie Cooper and coops underscore hoops. And you can get at me, Josh at just Joshua Ryan. But if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet and more plus our iTunes and give us a five star review with comments. And it's why you enjoy listening to this episode um, and all of our episodes as a whole. And again, thanks again for tuning to the friends film podcast. Josh, there's just no way Hawkeye's family is dying. Oh, they're, they're goners, and you'll find out next week, maybe. <laughs> so be sure to tune in.